0: Unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This
1: is the Retail Warzone Podcast. All right. Good morning, everyone. Uh, today, I have the honor of actually speaking with Evan Seifried's girlfriend, Amy. Um, she's joining us from Ohio. Uh, we're going to hear her story a little bit about you know her and evan's relationship kind of where she stands now so first of all i want to say thank you amy for being here you know i really appreciate your time um tell us a little bit about yourself first off
0: um you know <laughs> i wasn't prepared to talk about me um <laughs> i so uh, you know um i like scrapbooking and crafting and um i like punk rock and cars and tattoos and <laughs> It's uh, kind of, I guess an eclectic mix of stuff.
1: So, all the cool stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, crafting. I'm assuming you've spent some time in a in a Hobby Lobby. Yes. Uh, I was a yes. store manager for Hobby Lobby for many many years, so I understand the uh, scrapbooking obsession. It is it is something else. So, um, yeah. so let's go ahead. You know, tell us a little bit about how you and Evan met.
0: Um, He was transferred to the store that I work at as the dairy manager in, I think it was August of 2017. Um, So, like, we worked together. Um, I'm a, well, at that time I was a deli backup, so I'd be back in the dairy department breaking down trucks and uh, just getting to know him, uh, talk a lot, and um, he always had, like, the greatest smile and, like, just the way he listened, you could tell like he listened, like he was, he was really paying attention and he cared. And I think that was like, I don't know, something that you don't find a lot. Um, it's definitely <laughs> the the start of a, a good friendship. Um, he was only at my store for maybe two months before he got transferred to, I think it was the Marymont store then. Um, he worked there for maybe like four or five months and then transferred to the Milford store. Um, so he had kept in contact after, like, after he had left and, um, eventually he started hanging out and, um, going and started like, he'd want to go try new restaurants. So we'd try out a new restaurant. Just, you know, um, I'm not a very adventurous eater. He, he definitely was definitely adventurous. I'm like, you got to tell me what's spicy. So I know what not to eat. <laughs> Oh, that was um that was always fun. We'd um go to museums or um just walking in the park. That was kind of how we just hung out and like talked. It was you could could spend hours just talking about anything under the sun. Um politics, religion, music, <laughs> um, current events, sitcoms so from the eighties. It was it was um nothing was off topic like it was and just kind of a a comfortable like kind of I don't know you never yeah a very comfortable kind of relationship where you feel like you could talk to them about anything and and he was he was a great listener
1: well speaking of that you know one thing I wanted to to kind of get from you is you know share with us you know what kind of person he was you know the 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 things that he loved, um and you know any of the little quirks you know that that you you found amazing, you know that people may not know about
0: um yeah, so he was very kind, um loved animals um, just he liked hiking and spending time with his family that was the most important thing to him was spending time with his family and um going to Portland with his and spending time out there. they liked to go hiking um. He always wanted to move there. <laughs> he was planning that for the future. Um, and, and he'd always send me pictures of like where they were hiking at or like the cool architecture in the neighborhood. And it's just um, he said there's just a different atmosphere out there. I've never been there myself. So I kind of had to take his word for it. And um, that was his, his favorite thing. Um, just he liked to cook a lot and, and like to be, you know, he liked food. Yeah. I always thought it was kind of funny because we worked at Kroger. So me, I'm the kind of person that just buys whatever groceries I can as I'm leaving because I don't want to go back to the store after I get off work. But um, I don't know if you, since you're not local to Cincinnati, you've probably never heard of it. But there's a store called Jungle Gyms, which is kind of like a theme park of grocery stores. It's, it's kind of entertaining. And if you come to Cincinnati, you should check it out. Um, he'd love to go there we'd go there quite often they have pretty much anything under the sun you could think of so it's always getting something and uh, like he was a great cook he he loved to cook always make me breakfast it was awesome because I'm not the kind of person that eats breakfast normally so (laughs) that was nice Um, and Collected belt buckles. That was his um, something that he was really into. Um, he took great pride in his his collection. They were some of them were very intricate and and beautiful. And then there was like the everyday ones that he would wear to every day. Um, it's just yeah. No. Um, uh, uh, oh. Kinda of lost my thought there.
1: It's quite all right. I fully understand. Fully understand. Um, so I mean this might be a little touchy. Um, do you recall like the last conversation you had with him?
0: Yeah. Um, the last couple that we had, he was very stressed out about what was going on at work. And um it's like I knew I had known for a long time that it wasn't a good situation at work. So when he was stressed out, like, I I understood. Um, But they kind of... um, Our last couple of conversations, they didn't go well. Like, it was... It always... It kind of... He was picking... He kind of picked a fight, and I left crying. And so I feel like... That's a lot of regret for me, whereas, like, I wish I had left, you know, like, I had said I love you, you know, because I got off the phone, but, um, I didn't, I didn't realize it was going to be the last conversation, um,
1: Well, it seemed like in talking with you, he he did a pretty good job of not overburdening you with, like, all the details of everything that was going on with him. And I think that's admirable. I think, you know, that he didn't want to take that stress and dump it on you as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a lot of it. Um, He was also concerned that the people that were coming after him would also come after me because I work for Kroger's. And, um, you know, I I kind of feel like he might have been right on that. Um, but I just, I wish I had known more. Like, I feel like if I had known more, I would have been able to handle things differently. And, um, there'd be a lot less regret. Um, maybe he, I could have been more supportive if I had known. Um, and maybe, maybe he would still be alive.
1: Well, you know, it's got to be, I mean, diff, you know, obviously the entire situation was difficult. But when, you know, when the news broke as to what happened, I mean, were you were you at work when you found out? Um,
0: so, um, I didn't find out about his death until two days later because um, we kind of had this set routine where, like, we both usually were off on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, that week I was working six days because my, my boss was out sick. So my only day off that week was Thursday. And, um, so our routine was, our routine was, I would drop my kids off at school and then I just show up at his house around seven, seven thirty. Um, and, uh, so I, I, when I got there, his car wasn't there. Um, there was another car in the driveway and I'm like, well, maybe he's getting his car worked on. um, uh, you know, um, so I, I, knocked and the door always stuck. So it, I heard someone fumbling with the lock and trying to get the door open and I peeked their hand out the, the blind and, and it was like, just a minute. And I'm like, it looks like his hand, but it's not. Um, and then it, the door opened to his, his dad and his brother looking at me and I, I had never met them before. Um, they all, they look very alike. It's, it was very surreal to expect one face and find two others that look the same but different. And, um, they told me what had happened. Um, and it was just, it was the worst shock you could imagine. Um, it's just, yeah. Um, and then, you know, like, Uh, as far as, like, the news about the lawsuit, like, because I didn't know everything that had gone on, um, I just knew little bits and pieces from here and there, and, like, what he would tell me when the lawsuit hit, um, that was, I think, in July, maybe, so it had been a couple of months, uh, seeing, like, reading the lawsuit on, on the internet, and just everything that was in there, the I had no clue about and um, that was it was like a punch to the gut like you I couldn't believe like for one that it had happened but also that like he had kept that all to himself and didn't didn't tell me and like I feel like it maybe it would have been a little easier to bear if if I had known but I know that was kind of his he didn't he didn't want to Put that
1: burden on me, also. So. Well, you know, when when Erica reached out to me uh, about all of this, and she sent me, you know, the link to the lawsuit, and and she told me in the email, she's like, "When you read this, you you're a, you're not going to be able to stop reading, and you know, b, it was just unimaginable. I mean, same. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I obviously I didn't know the family personally at all." And I knew a little bit about the story, um, you know, from reading about it prior. But when I read that lawsuit, I'm like, oh my God. And, you know, just the depths that these people went to, you know, yeah. to, to do whatever harm they could to him, it was just unimaginable and, and terrifying that people could I, do that.
0: Yeah. And, and working for the same company, um, I even worked at that store for a little while, um, about eight years previous but it's like i could not imagine that actually happening in the company that i work for and to know that like yeah like i mean sure everybody has problems with people that they work with but that is the extent to to which that they they came after him like that it comes outside of the store and outside of the workplace is it's unfathomable
1: yeah, I mean it was it was next level, you know, it, it, I don't really think there's actual words to describe it. I mean, I think bullying true, but uh, there there's got to be, you know, a a bigger way to to show, you know, how awful this really really was. Now, I had asked yeah. I had asked you before, you know, uh previously when we were messaging back and forth, you know, uh have you f- felt any kind of different treatment from management? Let's say, you know, you know, from the initial event when Evan passed up until now, as you start getting into like court proceedings and whatnot, do you feel like they're kind of hands off on you and kind of treat you a little different because of maybe where you lie within the scope of everything?
0: Um, I think possibly a little bit. Um, I know like from the, at the time that he died um my store manager like was someone that I got along with fairly well um and i think at that point like the pieces of the puzzle weren't like all the way put together um so i i hadn't really talked in detail publicly about our relationship so a lot of people didn't put together the pieces that the dairy manager that died at Milford was my boyfriend who had died. And the reason why I'm walking around the store crying like a zombie all the time. And, um, but so at that point, like all, all my coworkers have been very supportive. Like even we've got new store manager now and she's, she's pretty supportive too. Um, uh, like the, as when it gets higher up into like the district management, like I don't, Deal with them very often. Um, I kind of prefer it that way. Don't we all? <laughs> I just, yeah. Um. So I, it's hard to say for sure. I don't know if, um, you know. Sometimes I think that they would that they're targeting me, but sometimes I think that like maybe it's just me being overly sensitive. So I'll, I can't give a. a for sure answer. Um, I feel like, you know, at this point, sometimes maybe they're kind of leaning away from me because I am like, I, I, I'm not involved in the lawsuit, but I have been in contact with the lawyer. So I do like, you know, I have that connection and just to fall back on if, if I felt like they were directly targeting me, but Right now, I don't
1: think they are. Well, I think it's so. really, really good, especially for you, that, you know, you've got a nice support group of employees around you that have been supportive. I mean, obviously, that yeah. was lacking in the Milford location. And, you know, yeah, that's got to help tremendously with your day-to-day mental health, you know, trying to navigate through this. And, you know, especially coming up, you know, it's my understanding, you know, his birthday is very soon. And, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um- it's on the 11th, so that's, yeah, just a week and a half from now.
1: Um, what, you know, what do you think the biggest lesson to be learned from all of this is? You know, like if there was something you could say to anybody that, that's watching or listening, you know, when, when we air this, I mean, what what do you really feel like the takeaway should be? Um,
0: hmm. There's so many. Um, I guess just a lot of it is, you know, think about the people that you're interacting with. Try to be nice. Don't be a dick. (laughs) Um, That's kind of basic. But then at the same time, like, um, think about the motives that people have behind what they're doing. That's that's kind of something that, uh, you know, I guess you need to know what what who you're dealing with a lot um i want to say like talk to people and and reach out because a lot of people are going through the same thing um i don't know like obviously hr isn't a help sometimes your union's not even a good help but there's i guess trying to find the people that are going to be helpful um even if it's outside of the company, there's, and hopefully like with going forward, it'll be, I'm hoping that we'll be able to, um, you know, make it easier to find that kind of help for people that have an issue in their workplace and, um, need some support. So hopefully that, you know, things don't get overwhelming. Um, I I agree.
1: I think, I think companies could do a lot more, you know, whether it be, and it really seems at this point, it needs to be an outside entity because obviously with HR and whatnot, I mean, they're in place to make sure, you know, companies keep moving and don't get sued, you know? Um, but companies seem to really shy away from promoting an external option of help. And, you know, yeah. your point is a hundred percent valid. If, if these things were more easily accessible and not something that you just on a whim have to jump on the internet and try to look for, you know, a, it most likely could have prevented this and B it'll help prevent it from happening in the future.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, like I think that the union is supposed to be there to be your, your voice and to back you up and, and, I think that that is something that needs to be addressed also is um, I don't know if it's the entire union, but they're kind of what I am experiencing lately. It feels like they're not any more accountable than the company itself. They're not they're just they're not helpful. Like, I don't know. So I hope that something changes there also, like, cause the, yeah, that's what they're supposed to be doing is, is backing us up and and being our support. And in this case, especially it has failed and not done what it's supposed to do.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, one thing that I can think unions could do is, I mean, there really has to be, I mean, and we have seen it, you know, grow, especially during the pandemic, you know, part of what a union does. I mean, we've got to start, you know, at the ground level, making sure that mental health is something that is covered and something that is taken care of, you know. Um, there's such a stigma with that, you know, with a lot of businesses and whatnot. They try to identify, you know, what it, what is mental health? And, you know, there's lots of studies and lots of people out there who can educate them on that. And I think that should really first and foremost be on the tip of everybody's tongues when it comes to, you know, from a union rep representing, you know, employees that needs to be, you know, in the front. And I think as an industry, as a whole, we lack so much in that because face it, you know, the past two years coming up on three have been hard on a lot of people.
0: Yeah. And, and, um, from a personal standpoint, like mental health care, health care is hard to come by, um, it's a lot. It's not easy to find good places for it, um, and I think it is getting easier a little bit with the internet. But to find a, like a provider in your area, like to meet with face to face, is not always easy. And and dealing with insurance is that's definitely difficult. So it's there's a lot to be. Um, I guess you know it, it's it needs to be like. a a priority for all of society really because mental health affects everyone. Mm
1: -hmm. 100%. So what I'd like to do, all right, is, um, you know, we're going to close this up and, you know, once again, I want to thank you. But what I want to do in in closing this, and, and this, this is your floor, you know, anything that you feel you would like to say, whether it be about Evan, um, your own personal self or whatnot, um, I'm allowing you you know the the closing words here, ma'am
0: <laughs> a lot of pressure, um, I guess I just want everybody to know, like what a kind and caring person Evan was. um he had so many passions, we had plans for the future um and he just he wanted to help people, and I just um it was taken away from it. It's a great loss for everyone. Um, His death and. um, I just wanted everyone to know kind of who he was as a person and that he will be missed by so many people, even though like uh, in life he was very private and, um, kept to himself a lot, but he was, he was a very good person. And I think his death has impacted a lot of people and hopefully they will, um, it will be beneficial. Like something good will come from it.
1: Excellent. And I think it will. Uh, I believe yeah. that, you know, his story is important. I am one of these people that as I've d- dove into this, I think it's extremely unfair. It hasn't gained national attention. I think this is something that should have been on the nightly news, especially, you know, with how things have happened to essential workers and things like that. You know, this is something that should have been out in the forefront. And, you know, it's important to celebrate who Evan was because Evan's not Kroger, you know. And that's kind of one of the things that we've all talked about is we shouldn't let that define him. And I don't think any of us will. And, you know, everybody just needs to keep fighting the good fight. And don't let what happened to him, you know, fall through the cracks. You know, use it for positive change. Use it to make sure it doesn't happen again. Use it to make sure that these companies are held accountable. And hopefully, you know, that's where, you know, we'll go with all of this. And, you know, I want to offer my condolences. I'm so sorry for your loss. I know it's got to be incredibly difficult for you and the family as well. Um, I really am in awe at, you know, the community support around Justice for Evan. I think it's an amazing thing. And, you know, I'll tell you like I tell everybody else. If you ever need anything, you just reach out to me. And we'll we'll do what we can. And, you know, later on as this thing progresses, if you feel like there's more I want to say, you just let me know, Amy. I'll I'll give you the platform to say whatever you need to say. Okay. Thank you so much, ma'am. Um, I'll be talking with you soon. Uh, you know, tonight you can kind of think about what, what we did here and if if there's anything you want changed, you just let me know and we'll go from there. And what I'll do is when it's finished and I edit it and everything, I will send it to you you know, before it goes live <laughs> so you can watch it. And then if you have any critiques or anything, you just let me know and I'll fix what you need me to fix. All right.
0: <laughs> all right. Thank, thank
1: you. you so much, Amy. You have a, a as good a day as you can. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: yes. Thank you. You right, too. Bye-bye.